Boker Tov, Shavua Tov. Today's staff is Daf Dalid in Sota, as we learned for uh, <clears throat> for Shlema, for Akiva Ben Chai Rochel, and for the Aliyah Neshama of Eli Landa, whose yard site, third yard site is today, Shmuel Elio Ben Svi Alevi, based in Shema Heaven Aliyah. The bottom of Gimlam and the last two lines, Tanarabon and Ezu, he Edus Rishon of Edu. What is the Edus Rishon of the Mishnah? On that referred in the beginning of the sixth paragraph, that Flamaral that we referred to in yesterday's Gemara, that said over there, what did we learn? We learned that Kinoi, according to both Rabbi Lezer and, and, and Rabbi Yeshua, according to the Mishnah's opinion of Kinoi, uh, is that uh, you need two Adam for Kinoi. When he has to warn her, he has to warn her in front of two Adam, otherwise, it's no good. We said on Friday's daf, we said, well, you have to be concerned about Rabbi Yehuda's interpretation of Revelezer, and according to him, Kini could even be al Yudeh himself, so therefore a person should be careful with his manazet, because if he warns his wife to stay away from a certain person, you could have Kini right there, and she goes into the room, and then there's no way to be her. there's no May Marum today. So, uh, according to the Mishnah, though, you need to aid him for Kini. You need to aid him for Stira, according to Rabbi Yeshua, and according to Blezer, you only need one for Stira. Right? That, but according to Rabbi Yeshua, you said you need two. And uh, that's that's for stira. Rabbi Lezer says you need one, uh, uh, one for um, says So according to Bishua's opinion, you need two for stira. But if there was Kenyan stira, and then one person saw them literally in the act, one person saw them in the act, then she doesn't drink. You have to uh, you give her a get, no ksuba, and that's it. Drinking is only when there's kini and stira, and there are no there are no witnesses to the act itself, to the immoral act itself. So, the, and, and the mission of yes, and the mission we referred to yesterday, the flamet aleph, it referred to stira as the edus rishona, meaning the first edus that really that really turns her into sota. The warning itself doesn't make her into sota, though it's a requirement. But the stira when she when she gets secluded with that person after she was warned. That's already Edus Rishonah. So it's says, Rishonah, the mission refers to. It's not the Kinah, but it's the Stira. Zuei the Stira. Edus Achmona, what's Edus Achmona? Zuei the Stira. That's for the Tum itself, for the actual act, the misconduct, the actual uh, act of Bia. The Kamashir Stira at the top of Dalit. The Kamashir Stira, how, how long is that? What's the measure of Stira? How long do they have to be in the room together, secluded? Kinei Tuma, enough for Tuma, for misconduct. What does that mean? Kinei Bia, it's enough for Bia. Then he says, Kadeh Hara, not just for the whole Bia, but for Ra, even for the beginning of Bia, which is Hara, which is sexual contact. The Machlokas, we had a Nida, whether it's actually the entering of his Aver into her, her, uh, her uh, vagina, or is it just the touching of the, like the kissing, so to speak, of the, of the Avaram? And, the, and here Rashi says that it's just touching. It's like they just touch, uh, which is that, the Hainu Nishika Sever, Rashi says. Just the kissing of the avaram, the touching of the two of the two genitals. So could they be a kadeh Then he says, all that. How much is that? Time to walk around the palm tree. Ziver Rabbi Shmuel. Now we're going to see different uh, views over here about what that is. But Rabbi Shmuel says, what is the shear of stira? Tuma bia ara akafstekel. What do you need all that for? The Gemara will get into that. Rabbi Lezer. So the question is, what is the shear of stira? How long did they have to be secluded into the room? So we we'll see each one of these rabbis gave a shear. Which he understood, which is the case. Enough to mix a cup of wine. You know, in those days they had undiluted wine. They mixed three parts water and one part wine, and they made wine which is drinkable. Enough to drink a cup of wine. Or a Enough to drink the cup of wine. 
enough to roast an egg. enough to swallow. Three eggs to swallow three eggs. enough to uh, for enough for a weaver to tie two ends uh, of, of a string or two strings together. Enough time for a woman to stick her hand into her teeth, uh, into her mouth, to, to remove a uh, chip or a, a toothpick or something that, uh, that's between her teeth. Enough time for her to stick her hand into a basket, take out a, a, a loaf of bread from the basket. There's no proof to this. The war brings on a, a remembrance. We'll talk about this post second on the base. Because for an isha zona, in other words, it relates a zona or the act of bia, morality, to a loaf of bread. So before we get into these different opinions, uh, we'll see if it's not really different opinions, but each one measured according to what he knew. It doesn't mean that he disagreed. He just said, you know, if you know you could do it faster or if it takes longer, fine. But this is the general idea how long they have to be in the room. Again, if, if you know, we had, if they had accurate clocks, we could argue about 10 seconds, 14 seconds, you know, you could talk about time. But this is the shear that they measured. Calling them, what do we need all these ideas? take enough to be defiled or enough for the misconduct to take place. Enough for the act to take place after he has been maratza, after he's pacified her, after he's induced her to be it. He has to talk her into it a little bit until she submits. So you might say, you know what, Tumma takes it enough time. It doesn't just happen a second. It takes the time. They have to talk it over a little bit, a little bit of foreplay and inducing her to be. So you might think it includes all that. Kamash will no, no, no. There doesn't mean, doesn't mean in Tumma just doesn't mean the whole, the whole, uh, the whole charade, the whole story. Rather, could they be just to be itself? For, uh, for, to be complete, uh, you know, uh, complete coitus, to be complete, uh, complete be all the way. Kamash Malon, No, it only has to be enough for touching of the avarim. If they, if, if his aver and hers, her aver touch, that's already be it. That's what you could be killed for. That's considered, um, that's considered uh, adultery at that very point. Yes, meaning If you tell me Again, if it only say and it wouldn't say, uh, it wouldn't say all right, you might say that, okay, uh, uh, they bia says only to be itself and not that, right? but again, if it would say, let's say it would say, okay, tuma and okay, tuma means enough to be defiled, but how much is that? Maybe the raw, touching of the avara, but still he has to induce her. Kamashmon kidei tuma, the kama kidei tuma, kidei hara. So he says, kamashmon kidei tuma, it's got to be enough for tuma itself to take place, meaning, just the tum itself, just to be a comic And how much is that? So that tells you that, but how much time is that? So that we that any person can measure by walking around a tree. So Rashi explains here a little bit more. Uh, if we that even touching, in other words, when people uh, if a man uh, kisses a woman or they touch themselves that the, or they touch if it doesn't if it doesn't involve their genitals that's not bia but if it touches if it involves genitals even just the kissing of the arm even if he doesn't penetrate that's still considered bia and then he goes on rash this week 
what is bia? It still means that vafilu tana kedei bia kedei hara lavim matar tzosa dana mina hara lemutei gemar bia. You have bia and then you have gemar bia. Mina tzosa binan. Belchi avi mashu kemagresh yisir kedei bia vana mina kol tzricha kol kol tzricha bia dana tzosa. Anything that's necessary for bia doesn't just can't just start. You've got to talk it over a little bit. Dana hara tzosa vegemar bia. Baharim farsh mai bia hara. So Akati Artsosa Lomad, Hilkah Tana Bereshik de Tumma Dimashbatuma Bartsosa. But Hadar Parish Mai Tumak de Bia Bakhimai Ratsosa, the Bia Kula Gamar Bia Mashma. So Vlomir El Artsosa. Bahadatana Mahi Bia Ara to tell you everything. In other words, you need all three to tell me. If I only say Tum, I would say you have to have you have to have inducement also, the time it takes to, to induce her. Kamashma, no, it's only Bia. And what is Bia? Bia is Ara. And how much is that? Time to walk around a tree. Okay, now we'll get more into that. Gemara now asks two lines before the lines get wide in the Gemara. Minister Kamashi says in the Brisa different shitos. Minister and they'll be secluded. Kamashi of Sir Hamish is that Loshamana. We didn't didn't say the Mishnah didn't say how long Sira is. When it says Hinit Ma, it's got to be enough for he, for her to be defiled. For to have the, the for the misconduct that take place. How much that could they be they raw? Could they chazar stekel divrei rabbelazah? So first of all, it's not Rabbi Shmuel. The first sheet that we had at the top of the page of Rabbi Shmuel. Now it seems to say the same thing in the words of Rabbelazah. And also here it says chazar stekel the rebounding of a tree. Trees the wind pushes it one way, it rebounds. Is that the same as walking around? So we'll see. Rabbi Shmuel could they mizikas a kol. So now these are all different sheets. Rabbi Shmuel said before enough to drink a cup. And here he says could they. To mix a cup. Rabbi Kiva says in order to roast an egg. What are Rabbi Kiva saying in the first Mishnah, in the first price at the top of the page? To swallow it. He says enough to swallow. So first of all, before we get into who says what and do they seem to contradict one another, we assume that the same when it talks about walking around the palm tree, is the same as the rebounding of the tree. That's what we're assuming right now. So Hasan Rishmal, in the first price that we quoted at the top of the page, Rishmal said, around the tree. And Rablazar argued with him. He said, he didn't say enough to walk around the tree. Rablazar said enough to mix a cup of wine. Rablazar seems to say the same cheetah as, as, uh, as Rabishmal in the first price. So first price, he seems to argue with Rabishmal, and here he seems to agree. Amrabaya Hakafa Bregal Khazar Bruach. Two different shear sheet, the two different shearim. Hakafara is walking around the tree. That's one shear. Khazara is Baruch with the wind, and that could be another shear. So when uh so when Rabbi Lezer says here Kadeh Khazara Sadekel, he's not arguing, he's not uh, uh he's not uh, saying the same thing as Rabbi Shmuel said in the first Mishnah. The first Mishnah he's talking about walking around a tree. Here he's talking about the rebounding of a tree. We'll talk about the rebounding also in a few minutes. Oh, here's where he brings it down. What is Chazara? When is a tree rebounds? What do you mean by that? It's enough for the tree to rebound, meaning the wind pushed it one way and then it rebounded. Maybe it means when a tree pushed push one way, then it rebounds the other way, and then it settles back into the middle. Maybe it means that. Take with that question is not resolved. Okay, so what is what are all these shiurim? In the first price, uh, Rabbi Lezer said, what's the shear of Bia? Again, what's the shear of seclusion? How long does it have to be secluded in a room 
to be chayev. Two people saw them in the room to be to be chayev, to be considered a sota, which is a suffix. A sota is a alleged adulteress, which would have to drink the wine now. How we would drink not wine, drink the water. I'm sorry, mixing up wine with water, drinking up the maymarum. How long is that? So enough just to mix a cup of wine. So which one is it? In the first price, Rebeleza, the second opinion said, enough to mix a cup of wine. Here he says, enough for a tree to be bound. He seems to contradict himself. Which one is it? Uh, again, here is enough for the tree. Says they're both the same shear. He said it in two different ways. So as he said one way, it's either the shear to walk around a tree or the shear to mix a cup, which is one and the same according to Rebeleza. Again, in the first part, Rabbi Shua said, it's just enough to drink a cup of wine. And here he said, it's enough to mix a cup of wine. Here, Rabbi Yeshua seemed to take the opinion of Rabbi Lezer in the first Mishnah, in the first Brisa. Oh, the answer is, when he's, Rabbi Yeshua says enough to drink it, right? Because in the first case, he said uh, enough to drink a cup of wine. Here he said enough to mix a cup of wine. And the answer is, he really means, he says, not the first sheet was, to, to mix a cup of wine. When he says to drink it, he means to mix it and to drink it. Double shear. Why don't you just say it's the same shear? Why don't you just say that enough enough time that it takes to time that it takes to mix a cup of wine is the same that it takes to drink a cup of wine? Why don't you like we said before? Now what what did we say in Rabelezer? We said that walking around a tree and mixing a cup of wine is the same shear. So why don't you say mixing a cup of wine and drinking a cup of wine is the same thing? Says in Cain, Emir Chashiri, in Cain, Hana Rabbi Lezer. That sounds Rabbi Lezer says mixing a cup of wine. If you say mixing a cup of wine, and Rabbi Shua says drinking a cup of wine, and they're the same shear, so there's no machlokas between them. There's no, there's no two different opinions. In Cain, Hana Rabbi Lezer. The answer is, is that no, Rabbi Lezer says enough to mix a cup of wine. Rabbi Shua says enough to mix it and drink it. Okay. Hasam Amar Benazah Benazah said in the first price, Kedai Litzlos Beitza, enough to roast an egg. Alcham Kedai Litzlos, and here he talks about drinking a cup of wine. So they will say, they're both the same shear. Okay, before he said enough to to um, to uh, roast an egg, and here he said enough to drink a cup of wine. That's one of the same shear. Okay, so you could really right, which is which is not really the same shear as any of the other ones, because the other one said one said to mix a cup of wine, one said to mix it and to drink it, and he's saying only to drink it. Okay, so that's a different shear. Also, remember, keep before we keep like enough to swallow a roasted egg. Right before he said enough to swallow an egg, here he says it's enough to to roast in it. The time takes to roast an egg. What he's saying over here is enough to roast it and to swallow it. So what he said before to swallow an egg, he meant what he said over here, which is to roast an egg and swallow it. So why don't you say again, roasting an egg and swallowing is the same thing as in Kenan of that's what Benazai said in the first price. It also goes on to say that you could ask the same question for the second price. But the first price that Benazai said, So for Bikiva also, and they swallow, swallowing and about the same cheer. There's no difference between Benazai and Rikiva. The answer is Benazai says enough to roast an egg. Rikiva says enough to roast it and to swallow it. Enough to one after another, one after another, three sweats. That's what Ben said before. That that was the uh, the end of the first price, right? Over here he says Here he just says to swallow one. Before he said to swallow three, and here he says to swallow one. The answer is He was to, he was retorting to Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva said the Kamar Mishan Betzli Ubegmiya. 
What Rabbi Kiva say at the end? In the first price, Rabbi Kiva seemed to say enough to swallow an egg. Here he said in, in order to roast an egg. So we interpret it to, to me, um, to roast an egg, we interpret it to me, enough to roast it and swallow it. So Rabbi Rambasera was retorting to Rabbi Kiva. He says, why talk about roasting an egg and swallowing it? Just talk about the shear of swallowing. How much swallowing does it take? So he doesn't mean to say, in the first price, Rabbi said, enough three basin. Here he just says to swallow it, right? So sounds like one. No, he's asking Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva says, talk about roasting and swallowing an egg. He says, what are you talking about? It's roasting and swallowing. Just give the shear with one thing with swallowing. And swallowing is three basin, like he said before. In other words, the time that it takes to roast one egg and swallow it is the same time it takes it to swallow three eggs. So all we'll come, we're going to continue discussing this about these different shitos, so to speak. Everybody gave a shear for how long, how long does it take? Uh, pardon? Oh, so exactly. So not necessarily, they're not equivalent because if the, the Gemara even it, throughout here, we see that they're not equivalent because if they're equivalent, why have two different, why bring down two different opinions if they are the equivalent? So they're not the equivalent. Take the different, they all had a different sheet, as we'll, we'll explain in a minute. Enough time it takes to, for a weaver to uh, tie two ends of a string. How far away were they? When he says the time it takes them to, to, to tie two ends, were they close to enough together? If they were close enough together, that takes less time than if they're far away. So it's not clear. Take away that question also stands. Enough time that it takes for her to stick her hand in her mouth to remove a chip or something that got stuck between her teeth. So by or was it wedged tightly between her teeth or not? It depends. You know, sometimes it's easy to take something out. Sometimes it's not. So they also does, that's not. It's also not clear what that time is. Again, if they had a second watch with seconds on it, a timer, you just give a shear. How long does it take? But they all gave a shear. They didn't have. Uh, you know, timers that way, watches and clocks. So they gave a shirim that they knew. Oh, so we'll see. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Not just, it's subjective in the sense that it can take different amounts of time for different people, right? So Plima said again, enough time that it takes for her to stick her hand into a basket of, of uh, breads and to take out a, a loaf. So the Gemara says again, depends what what are we what kind of bread are we talking about? Depends on the kind of basket that we're talking about. Was it stuck in well? Was it wedged in into the into the basket very well? Again, the baskets there were not necessarily smooth. They were made out of a straw, or whatever, and you could have things sticking out. So so was it stuck in there very well? Was it a new basket or an old one? The new basket is smoother because it's been worked out. It's been oiskarbit, as we say, right? It's smoothed out. It's not that, whereas a new basket has all kinds of straws and the, and the pieces of, uh, you know, are sticking out and they could, uh, uh, you know, they could prevent you from removing it very quickly, right? Uh, so was it stuck in very well? Was it a new basket or an old basket, the chamim over here? Was it, a, was it a soft roll, a soft uh, loaf, or was it a hard one? Uh, if it was, it was a, uh, cooled off, it was cooled off, it's harder, it's easier to pull out. If it's softer, sort of melts in your hands, it gets, uh, it's easily squeezed and it could it slip out of your hand. But uh, was it was it a wheat bread or was it barley bread? They didn't they didn't seem to make breads out of other things and have the problem. We have with uh, 
right? Spelled, uh, all these are not just spelt. Spelt is at least chametz, you know. Yeah. But uh, the problems we have with uh, with kidneys, etc. Oh, right. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's a, was it's a, either wheat bread or barley bread, right? It was one of the two. But even so, wheat bread is smoother and it'll slip out of your hand. It's easier to pull out of barley bread. So these are different shimbrofiks. Alvokesha was it soft or hard? Again, if it was hard, it would be easier just to grab it. Well, I'll take all these questions. Each and every one of these rabbis, how did he come, how did he come up with this number? How did he come up with this time? Swallow an egg, enough time takes him walk around a tree, whatever it was. He, he based it on his own experience. His own experience. Again, you say it's to be subjective. It was subjective. He based on his own experience. This is how much time it would take him. He said, This is how much time it takes. And it said, I for eco. What it means to say that? What's the point of telling us that each one does most year? What did they have? A, you know, what did they have? A, you know, a lab and they had different people in there checking it out. What do you think? Of course, Asmoshir. What's the Kiddush? The Kiddush is, is that they're not really arguing. Even though they're giving different Shia rim, they're not saying my Shia works and yours doesn't. It all depends on the person. As my shear works for, for, in my case, that's how long it takes. If, if, if in, if in uh, most cases it takes longer, so the shear would be longer. In other words, saying nobody can know for sure. There's no simple way to, to judge. It said, this is how long it takes me. If it takes somebody else less or more, then, then the stira would be effective with less or more accordingly. I week of Benazai, If each one you're saying measured according to their own experience, Benazai wasn't married. Right, mm-hmm. Benazir Fashkar never married. So if he didn't marry, how did he know? He buys him three different answers. He buys him one answer is, is that he did get married, but he got divorced. He didn't have children. So he was married for a while. Uh, he, he, he divorced afterwards. That's why, but he did know for a period of time. He buys him, but Rabbi Shmi, he heard it from his Rebbe. He got a tradition from his teacher. He buys him, so Hashem teaches his secrets to those who fear him. And he had such a cabal. Darshan Ravira, Zinnanam, talk about messages from God. I forget, you mentioned, Michael, that um, when we talked about the other day, Abraham Yom Kongitsir Saplan, the base of So, Michael, I said the other day, well, you know, who heard the, uh, they weren't born yet, who heard the, oh, somebody else asked that, who heard the uh, Bosco? Oh, you asked that, I'm asking, sorry, Shay Mama. Uh, uh, who heard the Bosco? So, uh, unfortunately, talk about that, that, you know, who heard it? So they say, you know, some say, call Sussman, call simple. Here, I was thinking that, you know, the scientists today hear the, they hear the big, what they call the big bang. They hear the noise from billions and billions of light years away, supposedly from the big bang. You can hear it today. In other words, the noise is still traveling. So the Bosco, we think of a Bosco said it, well, it happened for a second and that's it. You know, it didn't have, maybe. So who, who hears it? Call Sussman, at the wedding, they hear about it. The, the, um, Chazonish, somebody said they heard from the Chazonish, he says that when uh, a boy proposes to a girl, he heard it. He just heard it. In other words, he says, Avam Yom Karim Yisir Savlad. He said it then, right? It started, why Avam Yom? They talk about because Avam Yom, the Shlosh Shitvin Yesh Barom here, right? The Tata, the Mam, and the Evishter, right? There's three Shitvin. So until the father and mother says 40 days, it takes to Yisir Savlad. So before the father and mother uh, um, before the, the you know the baby begins you know uh, begins to be made you know when the, pa- yes. the parents have Bia right so before so you need that it couldn't be before that it couldn't be before that because it was the father and mother weren't involved father and mother be- is, are, are involved forty days before you see her sublad so they're involved there you know and and that, at that point the Rabbi Shalom sends out the message but the message isn't heard 
by the boy till he's whatever, 20 or 30 or whatever age he is, when he proposes to her, that's when he heard it. That's when he heard it. That's that's the, uh, that's he said, who hears it? He, the boy hears it eventually. Eventually it's called Sosom or Kosom. Patashim Bavira. So Ravira Darshan, sometimes he said the name of Ravami, sometimes he said it in the name of Ravasi, or that's how we have it. Many times Ravami and Ravasi are confused because the Samach and the Mem look alike. Some he said it maybe, maybe the way he heard it, he heard it sometimes the name of Ravami or Ravasi. What is that? What are we talking about eating bread now? We'll see because we're talking about snus. Says whoever eats bread without washing his hands first, kilo balish is as if he he committed adultery with a zona. Shenemar kibadi shazona kikor lechem. Yes, because then it's uh, you know you're right. A zona is not it's, uh, it's not necessary. Adultery is with a married person or with somebody it's also for him to have beer with. A zona is not technically us. It's, it's improper, but it's technically not uh, not adultery, uh, depending how you define adultery. But in the terms of the halacha of of committing adultery for a person be chayav misa for. If the zone is not married, uh, then it's not adultery. So, but anyway, he says, whoever eats bread without uh, washing his hands for zeal, it's as if he slept with, an, with a uh, prostitute. Kibari shazona ad kikir lecha. Oh, like so, so for a woman who has a zona, if he, he has beer with a zona, it's a loaf of bread. What does that do with the Omer Rava? Rava says the, the, the words don't fit in. Hai bari shazona ad kikir lechem. Why? So it shouldn't say that way. If you say if you are if you wash if you eat bread without washing your hands first, that's like sleeping with the zona. But the pasuk says it the other way around. Is that the zona? Then you'll then you'll get to the bread. If you do something with the zona, then you'll get to the bread. Point where you're saying it is for a loaf of bread. If you didn't wash properly, you'll uh, it's it's like you slept with the zona. That's how it should say. Ella Marava, the drasha should be this way. If a person Goes uh, goes with the prostitute. The self of Eventually, it doesn't say he'll be killed for that. Um, the pasuk only prohibits a coin from marrying. The pasuk doesn't prohibit a Yisrael. It's improper because a person should get married before he before he has bia. But it's not. Uh, he's not chayiv on that. He's not even. A, it's not a, other than uh, preachers. It's not uh, a lav. The lav is on a coin. But it's improper. Person does that, he'll be it'll lead him to poverty and he'll even be, you know, asking for bread. Once you're talking about this idea of, of a zona connecting with, with the lechem, and you talk about um, so we talk about eating bread, you have to eat bread with the til sedaim. Again, he started to say lechem belong til sedaim. We change that to me. No, if you sleep with a with a prostitute, eventually you'll come to poverty. But he mentioned pilsudaim, so he brings out this If a person is frivolous and doesn't act properly, is not serious when it comes to pilsudaim, nekamal he will be uprooted from the world. The war, the we wash our hands before we take we eat bread. You have to pick up your hands. What does it mean? Pick up your hands after you walk. You wash twice, right? Wash these hands twice. The first washing is to is to uh, uh, to purify your hands, but now the water has also been defiled from your hand. So the second one is to clean the, the dirty water on your hands. So you have to make sure though, that the second water covered all the areas that the first water did, because the first water is now made from your hands. So you gotta make sure that the second water, the second cup goes over all the areas that the first water hit. So therefore he says, therefore, if you have to wash the second time, pick up your hands to make sure that if any, I mean, the first water dripped down your your uh, fingers 
towards your fist that they're covered by the second water. The second water covers that. Pick up your hands, pick up your hands after you wash the second cup to make sure that the second amount of water covers the first pot of water. Which is what's the purpose of my machronim? To wash your hands after you've eaten. Because in those days they had what they call melastomas, uh, the the very uh, it's called poisonous uh, salt, very strong salt. That if you put that in, if you touch your eyes with it, it could lead to blindness. So because of that, they were metakin ma'imachorim. You should wash your hands after you eat to get rid of any salt, and then you should push you after you uh, wash your hands. You should push your push your fingers downwards so any uh, dirt or any salt, anything like that, go uh, gets gets lost, gets uh, removed. You wash your hands. You have to pick up your hands first to make sure that the second waters covered all the areas of the first waters. Because otherwise, you see, if the first waters uh, covered more area than the second water, then after you you put your hands back, let's call that at ease, it would come back and be metame your hands again. Because the first water is tame from, from your hands. Again, the first water purified your hands, but they themselves became tame. The second water purified the, the purified the first water. Because maybe the water will go beyond the joint. The and then If the first water went beyond the joint and the second water didn't go to that distance, then the, the, if the first water went beyond the joint and then it slipped back, it'll be metami your hands again. What joints are we speaking about? So the Gemara Chulin talks about this and says that for regular eating regular bread, two joints, meaning the second... Uh, your first uh, joint, your first, uh, what do you call this? Yeah, whatever. No, but I mean, I mean the first, second, and third uh, bones over here, right? So for regular chulin up to the up to the second joint, like here, and for truma, it's got to be further up. For other cases, you have to go all the way up to the wrist. Uh, Umar talks about that, but here the idea is to make sure that the second water covers all the areas that the first water hit. The um, Amar Bavu. Um, if you wash your hand, if you eat bread without drying your hands, it's like you're easy eating defiled bread. This is how Ben Israel have eaten their hands, have eaten their bread defiled. Rashi learns it's simply uh, it's um, it's repulsive. If you eat with uh, if your hands are wet, the food's going to get wet. It's going to be repulsive. Some say that means actually it's like tummy. It's like your hands are being the tummy of the food. Umay is the The first water is matire, and, and, and it becomes tummy at the same time. It's matire your hands, right. and at the same time, your hands are matire. Remember, if you don't dry your hands. Oh, if you don't dry your hands, yeah. Why, why do you have to dry your hands? Uh, because, so, one, so the rationing is simply because it's going to get the food, okay, it's not going Some say it just means tummy, it's like your tummy, because maybe, let's say, you only washed once. You only wash once, and the water could be tummy. If you learn that it's because of tummy, because the water is defiled. What's this pasuk speaking about? The first pasuk can be quoted. That pasuk it says for an ishazona is like kikar lechem. We've interpreted it to mean that if you sleep with a zona, eventually you'll look for poverty. So um, Rashi here in the second of the wide lines tells you that's the end of that pasuk. The end of the pasuk goes on to say. Um, it goes on to say the aishas ish nefeshikar tatsud. A aishas ish, a the a, a married woman will uh, will hunt a precious soul. Will hunt a precious soul. Amar of Bar Abba. What does that mean? 
What does that mean? A, a, a married woman will hunt a precious soul. Whoever is arrogant, eventually he will stumble. If he's, because of his arrogance, he'll eventually fall victim to adultery. A, a precious person, could be translated as precious, could also be translated as being arrogant. Right, he's very, you know, he's, you know, nafsha yikara, like he's, he's a, he's a big shot. So beishish nefesh yikara she will hunt him. Amar Rav high nefesh yikara nefesh gavol miboyle. So Rav didn't like that lush because yikara usually means precious, not just usually. It could mean arrogant, but it usually means precious. So it should say nefesh gavol miboyle. It should say that. But oh, he tussled miboyle. If it's because of his arrogance, he's he's going. He will he will hunt her. His arrogance will cause him to run. Just because he's arrogant, why will she go after him? She said, his arrogance makes him go after her. Elam Rava, Kalabale. She says, this is what it means to say. If a person, if a person slept with a, uh, committed adultery, call that, slept with a married woman, Afilu Lamatara, even if you learn Torah, much Torah, the Chsiv, Yakara, he mepnim. It says, Yakara mepnim, Yakara, Nefesh Yakara. The Torah, when it says Nefesh Yakara, means he's a precious soul who studied Torah because the Torah is referred to. Precious, Yukari, it's more precious than pinim, than pearls. What do I mean by that? Mikoin Pinim is like a alliteration over there, Michael. It's alliteration, right? That pinim is like the word lifnai even more precious than the coin goddle who enters a, who goes into the Kodesh Kodashim. Ah, even if a person studied Torah, even Nefesh Yukara, a person who studied Torah is very in the Torah is Yakar. But he slept with a married woman. He committed adultery. That will capture him, hent him into into Gehenim. Rashi points out over here that Tamar Chacham Mikoyin that a Mamzer Tamar Chacham Mamzer is no fault of his own that he's a Mamzer, uh, but he's a Tamar Chacham comes before a coin Amaretz when it comes to Lifdachlishin to get brachas etc. At, 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 you know he comes before even a, a coin Gadol who's an Amaretz because Torah is so great. Still, if he commits adultery. Uh, it will lead him to get him. Whoever has arrogance, worship idols. Everybody who is arrogant, Gavoa here, Gavoa means he's arrogant, he's a big shot, he's a Balgaiva. That's considered a despicable, abominable thing. Referring to Avodah to, uh, says, don't bring the Torah into your house. So Toiva is Avodah and if a person is arrogant, it's like it's as if he's worshiping a vodazar. Because the, the word toiva applies by both, by a vodazar and by arrogance. Rabbi Yochanan did they, that's what Rabbi Yochanan himself said, it's as if he denied Hashem, denied the eker of, of Yahadus, which is a belief in God. You will be haughty, arrogant, and you'll forget God. So again, if you're arrogant, it's like your kofa beiker. As if he committed adultery uh, with uh, all the various uh, uh, sexual immor- immorally uh, unions that the Torah talks about. Why? Because it says, uh, whoever's arrogant is a toy vase, an abomination or a despicable thing. After describing in, um, in Kedoshim Emor all the various uh, sexually uh, immoral um, unions, it says over there, these are all toivos, and toivos Hashem is called God so therefore, not only is it like uh, worshiping a Bodhisattva, but it's also like uh, committing uh, committing all these sexual acts. Ula Omar, 
it's as if he built an illegal uh, altar. Shenemar, chibulachem, cease min adam, asher neshamah, cease from people who are arrogant, whose uh, whose um, whose uh, soul is in his nostrils. Because what is he accounted for? What is a person? I'll take bama, I'll take a bama, ela bama. Don't call it bama. Keep bama nechshav. He's nechshav. What is he? By what is he accounted for? Ela bama nechshav. That a person who is arrogant, referring to a person who is arrogant, this kind of not all people, but a person who's arrogant, is like he's worshiping. It's like he built an altar at a time when the altars are forbidden. My yad liyad lo yinaka. Now, what is this pasuk doing over here? This goes back to you see in the side. My yad liyad lo yinaka. That's the end of another pasuk. It says, "Tovas Hashem kol gvalev," that we just quoted. Tovas Hashem kol gvalev. That is a, a, the, it's a despicable thing to God. Anybody who's arrogant. And then it says, "Yad liyad lo yinaka." Hand to hand, he will not be found innocent. He'll always be guilty. What do we mean by hand to hand? So Omar Rav, um, Omar Rav, our gifts like Gemara is called Abalaishish. However, the Pasik's not speaking about Ishish, it's talking about Thomas from going who's arrogant. So Rashi changes it to gears. The same because Rashi says, I guess that Koshish Bogas the Ruach. Rashi five lines from the bottom of the page. Whoever's arrogant. Afilu is what he means to say. Not whoever committed a not whoever committed adultery, like it says at Nargamara, but the Girsa the Bach and Rashi is whoever has arrogance, Afilu even if he ascribed the ownership of the heavens and the earth to God, who said, This is all yours, Yadi, I lifted up my hands, El Hashem, or I lifted my hand, El Hashem. To God, the the Lord of uh, all above, even though He's like that, Konishemayim Baaretz, who acquires all everything, God owns everything. Lo Yinakim So it means to say Yad Le'Alanaka, just like even if you ascribed everything to God, like Avram Avinu did, because He says Avramosi Yadi El Hashem Kel El Yon. Even if you do that, you still won't be saved from Gehenna if you are arrogant. So Kashal Be'er Shila in the school of Rav Shila said, well. If you're saying that the Yad the Yad is referring to Avram Avinu, even if you did what Avram Avinu said, Avram Avinu said, Avramosi Yadi. If you refer, if it's referring to Avram Avinu, Hi Yad the Yad, it shouldn't say Yad the Yad, Lo Yinaka. Yadi mi boy, it should say Yadi, Lo Yinaka, like it says by Avram Avinu, Yadi. Element of Rabbi Shua says, No, Afilu Kibel Torah to Moshe Ben. It's not referring to Avram Avinu. It's saying, even if you were Makabal Torah, like Moshe Ben, Sibbe, Mi Mi No, Eish Daslo, Moshe Ben took. Took the Torah, the fiery Torah, from the right hand of God, Mimino, Lomo, Eshtas Lomo. Still, even if he gets the Torah like Moshe from Hashem, Lo he won't be he won't be found innocent from the din of Ganem for his arrogance. Again, Kashlar Biochan, that's also not typical of Shad. You didn't like Yad Yad because it didn't fit in with Yadif, it was Avram. And therefore, you're saying it's like Moshe who said, Mimino, Hayad Liyad Yad, Miyad Miboile. Moshe took the Torah from God. He was referring to Mimino. From his hand, should say mimino. El Rabbi Yochanan Afilo at the top of pay now. Afilo said stuka b'seisi. Even if a person gives stuka um, in a secret way, which is the greatest way to do stuka, to give stuka. Afilo said stuka b'seisi. You do it privately, and by stuka you give it yad li yad hand to hand. The siv matan b'seisi yichbach. A person gives stuka uh, quietly, in other words, uh, secretly without knowing. Uh, who he's giving it to, especially, or or and if the person who received it didn't know where he got it from, that will that will override or quiet down uh, anger. 
that's going to quiet down the uh, anger if if if, if you uh, if you upset. So tzedakah is so great because that will uh, that will cease uh, anger. It overpowers anger that Hashem has on you. Mountain Seder. Even if he did that, that's what he means by yad liyad. Even if you gave stuck of a Seder, which is a great mitzvah, uh, which is that it still won't protect you from Gehenna if you have arrogance. I guess that means if you go around bragging that you do about the Seser, right? You go where is the um, where is the prohibition? It says all these things say you know if you if you're gasaruch you're arrogant uh, that's a bad thing right all these things will happen to you and uh, won't nothing your Torah and your avoda and your tzaka won't save you where is the prohibition? Omar Rava Omar Zira says shimu and brings a person to pasuk in Yirmiyah but shimu vazinu hearken listen you know listen be careful altik don't be arrogant okay there's your there's your love. Where's one in the Torah? Interesting that he brings out a pasuk in Yirmi before, uh, before a uh, pasuk in, in Tanakh. It's not necessarily that's one of the 613 mitzvahs, but at least it's a hint at, at uh, the prohibition. Your heart will be high up. You will be arrogant. And you'll forget. So what happens when you're high up and you forget God? There's a lot of don't forget God. Famous line we have throughout Whatever it says, he shomer ten or the word al. Those are all losa. Say al, we know al. I'll you know I'll take so I'll do no. This is low six so. But you know I'll I'll don't do this. Al is like the word low ten. Lest you do this, he shomer guard yourself not to do that. Those are all losa says. So it says it says don't. Don't forget God. That's Be careful. Don't. That's the law. And it said, if you were arrogant, you will forget God. So it says me not to forget God. That means also not to be arrogant. There's the law. All right, we'll pick him here tomorrow from Dara Shabavir. We'll pick it up from Parmesan. Have a good day, Shabbat. Tell me if you love.